Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to this newsletter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Great Copper Kettles. Tonight, we'll read from a little cookbook titled Pennsylvania Dutch Cookery. The publisher and author are unknown. The Pennsylvania Dutch live primarily in southeastern and south-central Pennsylvania. Some Pennsylvania Dutch live in the historically Pennsylvania Dutch-speaking areas of Maryland, North Carolina, and Virginia's Shenandoah Valley. The continued use of the term Pennsylvania Dutch was strengthened by the Pennsylvania Dutch themselves in the 1800s as a way of distinguishing themselves from later waves of German immigrants to the United States. There are possibly more than 300,000 native speakers of Pennsylvania German in the United States and Canada. Immigrants began to arrive 
in William Penn's colony, seeking a land of peace and plenty. They were a mixture of peoples, Moravians from Bohemia and Moravia, Mennonites from Switzerland and Holland, the Amish, the Dunkards, the Schwenkfelds, and the French Huguenots. After the lean years of clearing the land and developing their farms, they established the peace and plenty they sought. These German-speaking people were originally called the Pennsylvania Deutsch, but time and custom have caused them to be known to us as the Pennsylvania Dutch. The Pennsylvania Dutch are hard-working people, and as they say, them that works hard eats hearty. The blending of recipes from their many homelands and the ingredients available in their new land produce tasty dishes that have been handed down from mother to daughter for generations. Their cooking was truly a folk art requiring much intuitive knowledge. For recipes contained measurements such as flour to stiffen, butter the size of a walnut, and large as an apple. Many of the recipes have been made more exact and standardized, providing us with a regional cookery we can all enjoy. Soups are a traditional part of Pennsylvania Dutch cooking, and the Dutch cook can apparently make soup out of anything. If they have only milk and flour, they can still make soup. However, most of their soups are sturdier dishes, hearty enough to serve as the major portion of the evening meal. One of the favorite summer soups in the Pennsylvania Dutch country is chicken corn soup. Few Sunday school picnic suppers would be considered complete without gallons of this hearty soup. Many of the Pennsylvania Dutch foods are a part of their folklore. No Shrove Tuesday would be complete without raised donuts called Faustnachs. One of the many folk tales traces this custom back to the burnt offerings made by their old country ancestors to the goddess of spring. With the coming of Christianity, the custom became associated with the Easter season, and Faustnachs are eaten on Shrove Tuesday to ensure living to next Shrove Tuesday. Young dandelion greens are eaten on Maundy Thursday in order to remain well throughout the year. The Christmas season is one of the busiest times in the Pennsylvania Dutch kitchen. For weeks before Christmas, the house is filled with the smell of almond cookies, anise cookies, sand tarts, Bell's Nickel Christmas cookies, walnut kisses, and other traditional cookies. Not just a few of one kind, but dozens and dozens of many kinds of cookies must be made. There must be plenty for the enjoyment of the family and many holiday visitors.
Regardless of the time of the year or the time of the day, there are pies. The Pennsylvania Dutch eat pies for breakfast. They eat pies for lunch. They eat pies for dinner. And they eat pies for midnight snacks. Pies are made with a great variety of ingredients, from the apple pie we all know to the rivels pie, which is made from flour, sugar, and butter. The Dutch cook is as generous with their pies as they are with all their cooking, baking six or eight at a time, not one or two. The apple is an important Pennsylvania Dutch food. Dried apples form the basis of many typical dishes. Each fall, barrels of apples are converted into cider. Apple butter is one of the Pennsylvania Dutch foods which has found national acceptance. The making of apple butter is an all-day affair and has the air of a holiday to it. Early in the morning, the neighbors gather and begin to peel huge piles of apples that will be needed. Soon the great copper apple butter kettle is brought out and set up over a wood fire. Apple butter requires constant stirring to prevent burning. However, stirring can be light work for a boy and a girl when they're young and the day is bright and the world is full of promise. By dusk, the apple butter is made. Neighborhood news is brought up to date and hunger has been driven that much further away for the coming winter. Food is abundant and appetites are hearty in the Pennsylvania Dutch country. The traditional dishes are relatively simple, and unlike most regional cookery, the ingredients are readily available. Best of all, no matter who makes them, the results are wonderful good. Faustnachs Pennsylvania Dutch raised donuts for the sponge. One cake yeast. Two cups lukewarm water. Four scant cups sifted flour. At night, break and soak yeast in lukewarm water for 20 minutes. Mix with flour to a thick batter. Cover let rise in warm place overnight until doubled. For the dough, half cup shortening, three-eighths cup sugar, one and a half teaspoon salt, two eggs, half teaspoon ground nutmeg, five cups or more of flour. In the morning, cream together the shortening, sugar, and salt. Add this to the risen sponge with the beaten eggs and spice. Stir in as much flour as mixture will take up readily. 
making a rather soft dough. Mix well. Let rise until doubled in bulk. If desired, stir down and let rise again until nearly doubled. Turn onto floured board, pat or roll until one-third inch thick and cut with donut cutter. Cover to prevent drying and let rise until doubled. Fry in deep hot fat about 375 degrees. If no thermometer is handy, test temperature with one inch square of bread, which should brown in one minute. Tangle Birches, an old York County recipe. Half pound butter, one cup sugar, six eggs beaten, half teaspoon cinnamon, about five cups flour. Cream together the butter and sugar. Add the eggs, beating well. Sift in the cinnamon and enough flour to make a stiff dough. Roll out the dough very thin on a floured board to about an eighth inch thick. Cut into rectangular pieces. Make five cuts lengthwise so that the rectangle remains in one piece. Fry in deep hot fat for two minutes or until they bob up to the top of the hot grace. When dropping them into the fryer, pick up the first, third, and fifth strips and pull them upward. Let the second, fourth, and sixth sag downward so that in frying, they get all tangled, or as the Dutch say, all through each other. Dust with powdered sugar or dribble molasses over them and eat hot. Shoe fly pie for the crumb part, quarter cup shortening, one and a half cups flour, one cup brown sugar. Work the above ingredients together. For the liquid part, three quarters teaspoon baking soda, eighth teaspoon nutmeg, a little ginger, cinnamon, and cloves, quarter teaspoon salt, three quarters cup molasses, three quarter cup hot water. Mix well together and add hot water into an unbaked pie shell. Combine the crumbs and liquid and alternate layers with crumbs on bottom and top. Bake 15 minutes at 450 degrees, then 20 minutes at 350 degrees. Walnut gingerbread. One cup light brown sugar. Half cup shortening. Half cup black molasses. One cup boiling water. 
three quarters cup flour, two teaspoons baking soda, half teaspoon ginger, half teaspoon cinnamon, half teaspoon cloves, two eggs, three quarters cup chopped black walnuts. Cream the sugar and shortening in a bowl. Add the molasses and pour the cup of boiling water over it. Mix well. Combine the flour, soda, and spices. Sift and add to the molasses mixture, beating well. Add the eggs one at a time and blend thoroughly. Next, add the chopped nuts. Pour into a well-greased loaf pan and bake in a moderate oven for 40 minutes. Black Walnut Pie Four eggs Three tablespoons flour One and a quarter cups sugar One cup black walnuts chopped One and a half cups water one and a quarter cups dark corn syrup. Make crust for two pies and line medium-sized pie plates. Sprinkle the walnuts over the crusts and then mix in the filling. The eggs must be well beaten before adding the sugar gradually. Then fold in flour, corn syrup, and one and a half cups water. Bake in very hot oven for three minutes and then reduce to medium for 30 minutes. Apple butter pie. Half cup apple butter, two eggs, half cup sugar, one and a half tablespoons cornstarch, one teaspoon cinnamon, two cups milk, Pastry for 9-inch crust and strips for top. Combine apple butter, beaten eggs, sugar, cornstarch, and cinnamon, and mix well. Add the milk gradually to the mixture and blend well. Pour into unbaked pie shell. Top with lattice made from half-inch wide strips of crust. Bake at 350 Fahrenheit, 35 minutes. Peach dumplings, one cup sugar, one tablespoon butter, one cup milk or cream, two cups sliced peaches, one cup flour, two teaspoons baking powder, half teaspoon salt, two cups hot water. Make a syrup of the sugar with the butter and two cups hot water. Add the peaches. Let this come to a boil. Make dumplings by mixing flour and baking powder and salt into a fairly stiff batter with milk or cream. Drop large spoonfuls of this batter into the boiling syrup and peaches. Cover and cook for 20 minutes. Serve while hot.
steamed fruit pudding. One cup raisins. One cup chopped suet. One cup molasses. One cup milk. One teaspoon salt. One teaspoon soda. Quarter cup boiling water. Half teaspoon cinnamon. Half teaspoon nutmeg. Half teaspoon allspice. Half teaspoon cloves. Flour. Combine and mix all the ingredients with flour enough to make a stiff batter. Then add the soda dissolved in boiling water. Put into a well-greased mold. Cover tightly and steam for three hours. Serve with a sauce made from one cup brown sugar, one teaspoon vanilla, one egg beaten. Beat all together until creamy and pour over the pudding when serving. Zimit waffles, otherwise known as cinnamon waffles. Half pound butter, one cup sugar, two teaspoons cinnamon, three eggs, flour. Cream the butter and sugar. Beat in the eggs one at a time and add cinnamon. Work in enough flour to make a soft dough. Form into small balls. Place several in a hot waffle iron, suitably spaced. Press down top and bake. This is an old recipe, which the Dutch brought over from Germany. Vegetable dishes. Lancaster County baked corn. To one cup of dried corn, ground in food chopper, pour on two cups of hot milk and let stand about an hour. Then add two beaten eggs, one cup milk, one tablespoon butter, two tablespoons sugar, and salt to taste. Bake half hour in oven of 350 degrees. Scalloped sweet potatoes and apples. Six medium-sized sweet potatoes. Half cup brown sugar. One and a half cups sliced apples. Four tablespoons butter. Half teaspoon salt. One teaspoon mace. Boil sweet potatoes until tender. Slice in quarter-inch pieces. Butter baking dish and put a layer of sweet potatoes in bottom. Then a layer of apples. Sprinkle with sugar, salt, and mace. And dot with butter. Repeat until dish is filled having the top layer of apples. Bake in moderate oven for 50 minutes. Parsnip patties. 
six or seven parsnips, one tablespoon butter, two eggs, half cup dried breadcrumbs, one teaspoon sugar, quarter teaspoon salt, a little pepper, milk. Boil parsnips in salted water. When soft, peel and remove the core, then mash. Add shortening, breadcrumbs, salt, pepper, sugar, and one egg and the white of the other, beaten. Mix well and form into cakes. Beat the remaining egg yolk with a little milk added. Dip the cakes into the egg. Roll in cornmeal or breadcrumbs and fry to a nice brown. Sweet and sour beets. Three cups beets, diced. One cup beet water. One tablespoon sugar. Quarter cup vinegar. Two teaspoons butter. One tablespoon cornstarch. Cut off beet tops, leaving two inches of the stems. Clean well, place in pot, and cover with boiling water. Cook until tender. Slip off the outer skins and dice. Strain and save one cup of the water in which beets were cooked. Add sugar, vinegar, and butter. Thicken with one tablespoon of cornstarch and cook to the consistency of cream. Add the diced beets, salt, and pepper and heat. Red beet eggs. When making pickled beets, save some of the spicy pickling liquid and put it into a half dozen shelled hard-boiled eggs. These take on a beautiful color and excellent flavor and are grand as appetizers served with crisp hearts of celery. They are also good sliced in sandwiches or salads. Chow chow. Two quarts chopped cabbage. One quart chopped green tomatoes. Six large onions chopped. Three sweet red peppers chopped. Salt, two pounds sugar, four tablespoons dry mustard, three tablespoons white mustard seed, one and a half tablespoons celery seed, half tablespoon ginger, vinegar to cover, one tablespoon cloves. Put each kind of vegetable into a separate bowl and sprinkle a small amount of salt over each. Let stand 
four hours, press juice from each vegetable and combine. Mix the dry ingredients and rub into a paste by using a small amount of vinegar. Then add all the vinegar and heat to boiling. Put in the vegetables and cook slowly for 20 minutes. Pack in sterile jars and seal. Cover jars with boiling water and simmer for 15 minutes. Makes two and a half quarts. Bread and butter pickles. One gallon cucumbers. Eight onions. Half cup salt. Two green peppers. Two red peppers. Slice cucumbers, onions, and peppers. Pack in ice. Let's stand three hours. Put a heavy weight on top of the pickles. A plate with a weight on top is best. Drain well and combine with five cups sugar, two tablespoons mustard seed, two tablespoons celery seed, one and a half teaspoons turmeric, half teaspoon ground cloves, five cups vinegar. Mix well, pour over pickles, and simmer 30 minutes. Seal in hot jars. Home-baked beans, two cups navy beans, one and a half teaspoon salt, one small onion minced, four tablespoon molasses, one teaspoon dry mustard, four tablespoons catsup, quarter pound salt pork, soak beans overnight in cold water, drain, add one and a half quarts of fresh water, the onion, and cook slowly until skins burst. 
strain and save the liquid. Mix molasses, seasoning, and catsup with one cup of the liquid. Put half the salt pork in bottom of bean pot or baking dish. Add the beans and top with remainder of pork. Pour molasses mixture over beans. Add more liquid to cover. Bake, covered, for four hours in slow oven. Uncover for the last 30 minutes. Add water if necessary.